Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums and Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. A math professor at the University of Arkansas is back in the studio. So I have a little uh, mental trick. Love the We've done tricks. this before, yes, but okay. it's connected to today's problem. Remember okay. about a year ago, a year and a half ago, we did RSA encryption. Yes, I do remember And that. we had things like, um, okay, let's pick a, a prime number. How about 1,009? Mm-hmm. And then we can take any number you like, mm-hmm. and we'll raise it to the 1,008th power. Because that's one less, one fewer mm-hmm. than 1,009. And I will tell you what the answer is, mod 1,009. And that answer, okay, let's do that. So, so what number would you like? Uh, any number? Yeah. Uh, 477. 477 to the 1,008th power. Yes. Mod, casting away. Right. All the 1,009s is um, 1. And, and any number I would pick, that would yeah. end up being and 1. and it would have been true for any prime, so it's not that great of a trick. But it is pretty amazing. So that's actually very closely connected to... Uh, this week's problem, the Wicked King. Now, the Wicked King had a, a round table with 13 chairs. That's right. Chair number one, uh, if you ever got to sit in that, he would release a lever and, and you would fall down doom. To, to some sort of horrible end. Or multiple horrible ends. Multi- yes. So the idea was that you could pick whatever chair you wanted to sit in, That's except right. chair number 13. That's, That's where right. the Wicked King is. Say you sat in chair number four. What would happen then to you? So then you would start in chair four. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have to go to chair four times four, which was 16. But we're counting around. But you only have 13, 13 chairs, so, so that would put, three. put you in three. And then you keep multiplying by four. So then you'd go to chair 12 mm-hmm. and then chair uh, 48, 48, which casting away uh, as many 13s as you can gets you to nine. And 36. And so forth. And eventually, uh, in the two chairs that I picked, you eventually, it may be five or six trips around the table, you get to seat one and you meet your doom. You're, you ask two questions. Bad, bad, bad. One, is there a safe chair? Right. One through 12. Two, if you were designing the game and you wanted to be benevolent, could you design it with so many chairs where there would be a safe That's chair? That's right. So now this king is uh, certainly a wicked king, so the answer to the first part has obviously got to be no. So if you so, sit in chair 1 through 12... So the real question is why? And this is all about uh, group theory. So let's have another game, which is uh, almost the same, but should be pretty transparently, obviously, uh, not... Something you would to want play. to participate in? That's right. So let's suppose there are 12 chairs. Let's just take the king's chair away, mm-hmm. and then let's make the 12th chair be the doom chair. Okay. okay, so you don't want to end up in chair 12 now. That's right. And now let's suppose that the game is, okay, you pick, you sit down in chair 3, and now you have to click along three, you just scoot over three chairs each time. So you go 3, 6, uh, 9, and then doom. Okay. okay. Right. Or if you sit down in chair 2, then it's 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, doom. Now, it should be clear that no matter which chair you sit in, oh, it's not a good game at all. You're going you're gonna to land in chair 12 eventually, mm-hmm. right? Well, this original problem that I asked is actually a highly disguised version of exactly that, that game. And <clears throat> the way it works is, remember that last week we saw one group had two different realizations. It was both the symmetries of the mattress mm-hmm. and also the symmetries of an ellipse. There can be many different kinds of disguised forms of the same group, and that's exactly what we're going. On, what's going on here? Adding mod twelve is really just the same as multiplying mod thirteen, but in a heavily disguised way. The two groups are the same group, but they're very heavily disguised. We can see this if we take powers of two. So, for example, we 
if we sit it down in chair two, mm-hmm. we would be, and then we move to chair four, and then to chair eight, and then the next one is uh, three, mod 13, and then six, 12, and so on. Those are actually powers of two. So we have two to the first, two to the second, which is two squared, cubed, right. two to the fourth, two to the fifth, and so on, all the way up to two to the twelfth, which is, if you work it out, is uh, chair number one, the doom chair. Right. So now the whole point is, is that adding mod 12 is the same as multiplying mod 13, these powers of 2. For example, 6 times 3... 18. 18, which is 5. In, in this mod 12... In mod 13. Mod 13, because right. you get to 13, then 5 more would be 5. That's right. But if we look at these as powers of 2, 6, it's, it turns out, is 2 to the 5th, and 3, it turns out, is 2 to the 4th. Well, when we multiply those together, we get 2 to the 9th. That's, that's what 5 is, mod... 13. Mm-hmm. So in other words, 6 times 3 equals 5 is a disguised form of 5 plus 4 equals 9, the adding of the exponents. So we have this relationship between multiplying mod 13, the numbers mm-hmm. 1 through 12, and then adding the numbers um, mod, mod 12. So it's just two forms of the same group. And so the reason that the uh, that we're doomed is exactly the same reason as that we were doomed in the scooting around version. Eventually, you come back down to the doom chair. You're just going to get there. You're just going to get there. You may prolong That's right. the, the journey, but you're going to eventually get in that chair. About a year ago, we talked about how this sort of worked in encryption. That's Any right. other ways that group theory oh, well, is group used? Group theory is absolutely central because it's about all kinds of ways that there's hidden symmetries inside of things. So encryption is all about sort of, you know, twisting something around in some symmetrical fashion. That but there's still a key that somebody knows that and you can, can use. untwist it, right? right. But uh, it shows up in, well, all kinds of mathematical applications, but in, for example, physics, there's all kinds of symmetries that pop out, like in relativity or um, string theory or those kinds of things. Um, and not just for chemistry. wicked kings anymore. Yeah, not just for Wicked Kings. So the second half of, of the question, or the second question, I guess, last week was, could you then design a table where where you could pick a chair that's, right. that's safe? And luckily, the thing is that really made that problem go with the Wicked King was that 13 is prime. So if you pick any number that's not a prime number, this this mapping between these two versions of the same group doesn't really work anymore. So in particular, suppose there are 10 chairs, then um, there's no way to have to pick a number from 1 through 9 that mm-hmm. when you take its powers, you cycle through all nine numbers, mod 10. It, it just doesn't work. I think we'll leave that for the website, though, Okay. further discussion. Okay, there. but the, the short answer is yes, you could design a table Absolutely. where there'd be safety. That's right. All right. All right, so I think the bottom line here is A, don't anger a wicked king. No. B, don't accept the invitation. No. C, count the chairs. That's right. And know the rules. Yeah, that's right. Prime numbers play a huge role. All over the place. Really important. That's and, why they're prime. Yeah. Well, you know, you. I think for those of us who are not mathematicians, who maybe didn't take much math after public school, you knew kind of what prime numbers were, but you don't really know the significance of how deeply embedded their importance well, is. Well, one way to think about it is they're the building blocks of arithmetic. They really are. And so, like any building block, they're fundamental. So a little bit of respect for 17, say. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. So next week, uh, we're going to have a guest. Oh, terrific guest. Ed Berger from uh, Williams College will give us a fantastic trousers puzzle. (laughs) Yes, you heard that correct, I guess. A trousers (laughs) puzzle. Till then, Heim, thanks a lot. See you later. I'm Goodman Strauss, a math professor at the University of Arkansas.